Listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium, like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, Science Rules with Bill Nye, and more. Plus, get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and more. Just $4.99 a month. Go to stitcher.com premium and use promo code THEWILDLIFE for one month free. Well, that sounds like a deal. This is Chelsea. <laughs> and Chrissy. And this is The Wildlife, a show hosted by two brothers that tells nature's untold stories and wild secrets. Except today, wife and mom are taking over in honor of Women's History Month. Let's talk about that real quick and introduce ourselves. So, again, I'm Chelsea and I am Devin's wife. And I'm Chrissy and I am Devin and Richard's mom. And we just, when Devin was like, hey, can you guys take over for something? We were both like, um, what? But it's kind of something, I don't know, like I thought it'd be really fun, right? Me too. Yeah, and so we hopped on it, and we both, you'll, you'll see, well, based on the title, I'm sure you already know what we're going to get into, but we're also supposed to let you know, before we get going, that it's also episode 47 without Ryan Reynolds as a guest, to compare and contrast real Wolverines with Hugh Jackman's Wolverines. And per usual, thank you to the many patrons who are, uh, without, without y'all, the show would not be possible. And though I don't really interact with a lot of this, I know that Devin talks about how amazing it is to have so many people uh, support what Devin and it's going to be really hard to say Richard, but Richard are, are doing. So you can, thank you. You can say Ricky. I get permission for this episode. Yeah, you can call him Ricky. Well, just call him Ricky this episode. I don't, I can't say Richard. Okay. Either. It's hard. It he'll, he'll, feel he'll right. get over it. Okay. Look. Or we could say Heavenly Devonly and Ricky Ticky, but you know, we should. That might be going too far. Heavenly Devonly and Ricky Ticky. Yeah. Or yes, that's what the new (laughs) name is. Everybody listening, feel free to comment on all social media with "Hello Heavenly Devonly and Ricky Ticky." There you Uh, go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we get started, um, let's just this is our opportunity to kind of talk about them, which, I mean, that was like the perfect segue, right? Um, yeah, it was. So I kind of wanted to start off and um, with a story. It wasn't, it was two years ago at the Minnesota State Fair. And um, we were there with our friend. He's actually one of our, one of the patrons, Chris, and, um, and his dad. And we were at the DNR spot and they have like all these birds. And if you've been in the Minnesota State Fair, it's a pretty big deal. And there's this huge pond and there was this bird out there. And Devin is like the biggest bird nerd. Bird nerd. <laughs> it's like weird going out with him because like he'll hear a sound or he'll see a bird for like two seconds. And he's like, I know what that is. And he'll have to, and it's like his like pride. And so like if he gets it wrong, which doesn't happen, it's like it's it's no they're wrong you know what I mean and he's usually right and so same same with hearing it and zoning in on it knowing exactly where it is right and it's just like 
I've just been waiting for the day that it was wrong. Not because, I don't know, it's just like, you know how you, when it's your husband, like, you're just like, oh, I want to catch you so bad. And so yep. um, there was this bird. He's going to he's gonna argue this probably, but he still does. This bird. And I'm like, Devin, that's a hawk. And he's like, yeah, what kind of what kind of hawk is it, Devin? And I have Chris Trankel and his dad as my witness that he did not know what a red-shouldered hawk was. He guessed a couple other things, but that was not right. And so to this day, every single time I see a red-shouldered hawk, I'm like, hey, Devin, what kind of a bird is that? And that's like the best way to get him to blush. Wow, that's not even that embarrassing, but it is to No, him. but what's really funny is the last one that I needed identification on that I sent to him was a red-shouldered hawk. But I think every hawk is a red-shouldered hawk just about, so... But it kind of reminds me of when they were kids, too. Um, he's always, always taken pride in identifying animals. And he's, they've both been in the nature for a really, really long time. I mean, since, since they were really little. But I remember when we were living in Minnesota when they were kids. Um, one time we were just out for a drive. And he looked out into this field. And it was really cold outside. And he goes, look at all those horses. They're striped. So I'm thinking, does he see zebras or what? And I look out, they're all, they're horses and they have blankets on them because in Minnesota, the horses have blankets. And so they were all these really colorful striped blankets, but he thought they were striped horses. Like and he, he's going to argue that one too. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. That's way That's better really cute. of a story. Yeah. But, it's adorable. <laughs> it is adorable. It speaks a lot to like his intelligence too if a kid's able to I don't know make that connection and spot something new like that anyways before yep. I go off about kids <laughs> yeah um, but Ricky oh I one time when talk about Devin all day but what's I have time? yeah I gotta tell you one one time when um another time when we were little and we were driving I think it was in Shakopee and there's a um factory and you know how they just, they're constantly pumping stuff out into the air. And, and so it's, it's, there were all these like white clouds up in the sky yeah. and he points and he's in his car seat and he's so little and it was the cutest thing. And he points up to the sky and he goes, look, mommy, it's a cloud factory. <laughs> so that's where they come from. Yes. It's clouds very, very cute. Factory in and, and there are striped horses also. And there are striped horses. You heard it here yes. first, everybody, on the so wildlife. Yep. Um, ever since, though, like, I've really known, well, I've known Devin for a really long time, actually. Yep. Sixth grade. Since well, elementary school. Because, like, I thought he was really cute in fifth grade, but I didn't talk to him. But I think, but then sixth grade's, like, when I would talk to him. But anyways, he's always been, like, really, really obsessed with at least science, he used to always talk to me about planes and I pretended to care, but it was that, <laughs> but it was also animals. Like at the end of the day, like his, he, it's, he can talk about animals every day, no matter what. And like, I don't know, even today he was kind of stressed out about a bunch of stuff. And, um, the only way to get him to kind of like refocus, like he just started talking about sloths and then all of a sudden he was good. Oh, you know what I mean? And so it's just, yes. I just like, like this opportunity to kind of tell the wildlife like these two men are like super genuine about this right they are they yes. are and it's like it's what they do and like hanging out with them I love it it's like can we talk about something else for a little bit as well like I don't know Cole Sprouse hi Cole Sprouse Chris, like what 
<laughs> Cole Sprouse. Oh God. Yeah. Or, or Duran Duran. I'm sure he would right. love that. You know, cause I, I do recall, I have a screenshot where he said something about Simon the Bond was the most prolific songwriter in history. Oh so, yeah. Devin's obsession yeah, I do with have that. I say that is. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of it, he just walked oh, in the okay. room. Um, so it might be time to switch over to our next part. <laughs> That's funny. I just saw him. So today, though, we are going to be talking about both of one of, would you say they're your favorite animal? I think with Ricky, ironically, it's cats, which is really funny because there's a report he wrote when he was little about all the reasons not to have a cat. And that was after a cat scratched him. So he went to school the very next day and wrote a paper on all the reasons why not to have one. But yeah, that's, that's, he's the cat whisperer. He's actually, Ricky's the animal whisperer. And, um, it's really weird. Like I thought I was a cat whisperer. Like you are the cat whisperer. You, you, all you have to do is make a little sound and cats for miles will come running up like at a barrier park. You know, yes. where there's all those feral cats, they, they yes. all come to you. It's amazing. They I do. wish I wish people could actually witness that just to see how all you have to do is make that little sound and all these cats come out of the woods. It's because I'm just, a witch. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and then, I, no, I did want to touch on when you were talking about how long they've been into nature. Um, mm -hmm. When Devin was about not even two, because he started walking pretty early. And what we used to do because, you know, this is before Ricky was born. We used to just spend the whole day outside. I mean, we would go digging around in creek beds and, you know, we'd just drive along somewhere and, and just stop the car and just go explore. And um, one time we went to this nature trail. I don't even remember the name of it now, but it was after we had had all this rain and everything was super, super muddy. And I was carrying him on my hip and he's like, no, no, mommy, I want to walk. And I put him down and his shoes were so muddy. They were getting stuck in the mud. So we had to take his shoes off of him. And he walked this trail. It was, it was several miles that he walked this trail without any assistance. And he's the whole way in this mud and he's picking up frogs and, and looking for old? snakes and everything right up two years old. He was right, right around his second birthday when he was doing that. And I mean, from, from the very beginning, he's been like that. That's just like. And so when y'all call him Mowgli, it's, it's the most fitting nickname like, in the um, world for him. Jungle Book Dude? Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Jungle Book Dude. <laughs> There's so many movies that to keep, now that we have kids to keep track of for a sec, I was like, wait, which movie is that? Yeah, Jungle Book. Our kid's not like that. Like, he likes to be in the woods. But he's not like that where like he wants to like be active like he wants me to carry him the whole time mm -hmm. we'll see if he gets like that but jack's a little photographer already yeah that's what he does in nature is just takes pictures and he's already some of the pictures he's taken nobody believes that he took them no he yeah takes jack, them. He jack took that picture to it's pretty amazing it's like it runs in the family or something i don't mm -hmm. know because you take a lot of pictures oh you should yes i do drop that right now like like tell what? people about that oh if you go to chrissy.boker on instagram you can see it's my passion 
besides my family. Like, you think Devin's good at it? And he is. She's really good, too. Like, she she takes... um, if you you may have seen recently, he posted this picture of this like alligator at the Basil's Bend State Park. That's like what a lot of her stuff is like as well, right? Yeah, we that we go to every time y'all come down to visit, we go to Brazos Bend. Did we ever take your mom to Brazos Bend? She would not go there. Well, we're gonna take her anyway. Yeah, you hear that, Liz? We're taking you to Brazos Bend. Oh, I'm not supposed to sniff into the microphone. Everybody, oh, everybody well. keeps that part. He's gonna probably keep a lot of this. It's okay. Yeah. This is our first podcast. It's our first podcast, and we are not experts. Well, no. you're more of an expert with this stuff than I am, but this is our thing. And I hope you won't edit it because it's Women's History Month. So right. let us have our and let us have our be month. editing our stuff. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I gave birth to them. You did. That's right. You did. I mean, I yeah. That's right. <laughs> All. <laughs> Stay so what are we t- with the story of Devin and Ricky's birth? <laughs> oh, so what are we talking about on this podcast? Our favorite thing. Well, no, and it's one of my favorite animals. It's yeah, me too. Everyone thinks it is my favorite animal, and it it's probably my favorite animal to photograph. Mm. But my favorite, favorite, favorite animals are tied between bears and wolves, which why I'm in Texas, I have no idea because I need to get up there because my favorite animals live up there. But, but instead of saying, what are we going to talk about? Wouldn't it be more appropriate to say who? I'm I'm hanging up. (laughs) (laughs) You may have guessed. Or made an inference, which is an educated guess for everyone who doesn't know what that is. Or a hypothesis, which is yeah. also an educated guess. Sorry. That we are going to be talking about owls because if Devin and Ricky titled this, like I told them to title this, this episode is called Hooters. Hooters in honor of two things. Owls and women's history. I was gonna say I'm not touching that one. I am. I'm um, not so touching that. We're gonna talk about owls today, and um, so yes, we're gonna be talking about owls. And before we start talking about some of the specifics of our favorite types, um, let's just like talk about like why owls. I just think they're beautiful and I love to photograph them. I think with owls, what's so neat is it's one of those things that you have touched on before that sometimes you you have never seen something before and all of a sudden you do and then you see them all the time. Right. And owls are one of those things that I looked for and looked for and looked for and then finally I saw one and I photographed it and I was so excited about it. And I remember I called my mom and, and I was telling her all about it. And of course with her, you know, where'd you see it at? And she wasn't as excited as I was. And we'll, we'll talk about that, but that's on the whole superstition thing. But, um, ever since I photographed my first owl, it's just been something I've been so in love with. They're just, they're beautiful. And I guess Mm -hmm. it's the fact that they're, they seem very rare, even if they're not, they seem rare because they're hard to see. They're hard to spot. So hard to spot. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've seen one in nature ever. And like really? You, you drive. I don't know how you do it. 
like walk through the because, woods and she can just find them you guys like, well it's because well just like you touched on the last podcast i don't remember what you said but you were talking about if you're one of those people that's always looking up try looking down mm. i'm always looking up for them because <laughs> yeah well it's you know how um well the first one that i i remember seeing and i know in minnesota i think the the first owl i ever actually saw was a snowy owl which is I know favorite owl. I mean, that could be. Oh, it's you. It's your favorite. Well, Devin and his dad, we were actually um, going to the trail at Highland Park and everything Mm -hmm. was just covered in snow, you know, no leaves on the trees. And you know what I'm talking about, where it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. And we stopped the car and they both looked up and they're like, there's a snow owl. And I said, where? And they said, right there. And I never, I couldn't find it. And I think I only saw it briefly. And then I lost it again. Well, I took a picture and I couldn't really see it until I got home and got the picture off my camera. And it's still, it's, it was an old mm-hmm. camera. So it's a really grainy picture, but they're really, really hard to spot. But um, yeah, once you see them and you know what to look for, you know, like their shape, they're, they're not little. I mean, and I think that's the mistake a lot of people make is they're looking mm-hmm. up and they're looking for just normal size birds and they're not, they're big. Well, the one, and most um, of the time, you know, the depending time, on what owl it is. The first time but, I ever saw an owl in nature yeah. was actually last year. I was on like a walk trying to make, because you remember I was pregnant and like for some reason he just was like, I'm going to stay in here for a couple extra weeks. And so we were going on our walks. Um, yeah. And that's the first time I ever saw an owl was that owl. Oh, that, that's right. Um, was on like a ledge i'm not going to give a lot more details than that because you know protect owls please don't ever give details but i get on my soapbox about where animals are located because there are idiots who don't know how to do anything right and ruin it for all animals so don't give locations anyways it was my first time and it was a baby and like it was huge yeah yeah giant and was it a great horned owl Huge. And then mom was like oh, kind of you're so lucky because other people spotted it because Devin told those them. are my favorites so I was like oh my gosh oh well, you know, he can't help it <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah mm-hmm. that was funny but I noticed the a little time. edge I'm in like voice you. Right there, like, you, you told him you know <laughs> yeah no I'm gonna tell them about you you weird 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 mm. I'm not a witch. oh me you're a witch um, no. So we were, when Devin worked at Sibley State Park, we went to go visit when she was up in Minnesota visiting. And she's like, I wonder if there are any owls here. And I'm like, there probably aren't. It's like the middle of the day. (laughs) And I was just like, you not right now. Kind of just, you know. But then you just start doing that noise, the owl call, the barred owl call. Yeah. And y'all, immediately another owl started to call back at her. And, like, she just does this. Like, they it's literally fun. call back. I don't even remember when I started that. I don't even remember. Yeah, that's fun. Especially, you, know, you remember when we were at Brazos Bend and we were doing that? And then people came running down the trail. <laughs> and they, they were, did you hear that? Did you hear that, Al? And we didn't know if we should tell I've them it was us. Because you do it, too, now. And you're good, too. But. That's why you. 
Yeah. Well, I think you did it at Brazos. Because you're a witch. Well, we're all, we were all doing it. That. Yeah, because we were all we were all doing it. But yeah, it is. But it's the only. <laughs> it's an easy call to do, but I can't. This is the only one I can do. <clears throat> but yeah. Like I'm, I'm kind of strange like that, and I can't help it when I'm out in the woods and do it all the time. It's just, it's a habit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You gave a little plug for HEV there. (laughs) Texas, woo! Your owl obsession is fueled by your ability to keep Mm -hmm. finding them and your passion for photographing them. Mine, yes, is kind of just because I think they're cool, and it's just something that like. Came mm-hmm. from childhood because, so when I was a little, I was like obsessed with Alaska because I was born there. Now I don't remember mm-hmm. it at all Lucky. because like we moved before I can I had memories really. My we my dad was in mm-hmm. I think the army or one of those services, and mm-hmm. so we lived in Fairbanks. My mom, how old were you? About like seeing snow whales, like it was nothing, like it was a crow. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And so I was always really obsessed with them and like with Alaska itself. So like wolves and stuff, just like you. I don't know. I just love snowy owls because uh, it was like when I was a kid, that was what I thought was cool because I was born there. Mm -hmm. And so I just like grass, kind of like I like the book Call of the Wild. Like it's not like it's that special, but it's like because it's because of where I'm from. Do you know what I mean? That, you know, just memories. Yeah. yeah, and so I think that's what it stems from. And they're beautiful. Well, yeah. They're stunning. They are. And then Devin reinforces it. How so? Want to go birding? Oh. Mm-hmm. What's his favorite owl? I don't know. Probably the snowy owl. He, probably, he likes the, yeah, like that, or like, he kind of tends to like the creepy, what are those creepy ones that... Barn owls? Are those barn owls? Yeah. B-A-R-N. Yeah, I think he likes those. Like the, he likes the weird stuff. That viral picture that went around where they look like aliens. Yeah, you know what I'm would, talking about? Put money on it. Yeah. I'll probably while he's recording this, if he does, Devin, you have permission to interject and tell us. Yeah. At this point right here. And they have this scary call, too. It sounds like somebody's screaming. I don't... Yeah. And I've never seen... No, no, no. I'll take it back. I, I did see a barn owl sitting on a mailbox one night on my way back from work. And it was really beautiful, just sitting on a mailbox on this country road. So not as creepy? No, it wasn't. It wasn't creepy there. But I imagine if I went into a barn and I saw them all, yeah, no, that's not okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. It's not okay. Just like most spiders, but, you know, whatever. Um, I think with me, I, as a little girl, my favorite book or one of my favorite books as a little girl was Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. And Owl. And it's so funny because I guess Owl and Winnie the Pooh is kind of a know-it-all a little bit. (laughs) But, you know, he was the British one and he was very intelligent and I loved him. See, that's so cool because that's Jack's favorite character. Really? Like, seriously, the only reason he loves Pooh is because the Owl's kind of, he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Jack loves owls. It's the cutest thing. Not 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 Jack being a jerk. No. Oh no. <laughs> no. I know Jack loves owls though. And um, but I, I love well, that book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that that was one of my things, is one of the reasons I love them, I think, besides the whole photography thing. But they are they are beautiful mm-hmm. and 
mysterious and and I and I enjoy when we're all together and we go hiking and we all just kind of look for him now right and I enjoy being on the phone with y'all when you're just kind of talking about your day and then all of a sudden what's that an L and y'all are screeching the tires and turning the car around and and then it turned out not to be an owl, and I was so sad because I thought I finally saw a snowy owl. But you know, you notice how he'll do that for owls, but the time I wanted him to stop and turn around so I could take a picture of the bald eagle, he wouldn't do it. I have the same story. I don't know what he's got against eagles. Yeah. I love eagles. Yeah. I love bald eagles. Those I can spot, like, quicker than anything. hmm But not owls. It's funny about eagles. Do y'all have ospreys up there? I'm sure. Yeah. That's the thing about down here. A lot of the times it's, I don't want to say frustrating, but a lot of the times, you know, you'll go to a park or something and people will say, Hey, I saw a bald eagle that way. And you go, and it's not a bald eagle. It's an Osprey. And I mean, I understand a lot of people getting confused. You know, they're large birds of prey and they're often around the water and there's a lot of similarities, but that, that Osprey has that brown stripe. But there are bald eagles here. As a matter of fact, they said on the news today there's um, a nesting bald eagle in Tomball. I should, but I don't know where in Tomball, and I wouldn't say it anyway. But I was say, <laughs> not that it's odd. just just there. But but they're coming back. Yeah, they're actually doing okay. The whole time that we've been recording, everybody, I have been eating buffalo wings. Just so you know. And shout out to Devin, who's going to be editing this. And that's why you've never seen all that noise out. That's why you've never seen a buffalo with wings, by the way. Because they get eaten? Yeah. By me? Now, I'm okay. since you're eating buffalo wings, I can take a sip of my drink and not. And look, <laughs> it's water. It's not sweet tea. We were told absolutely specifically not to make extra noises. <laughs> You know what? Again, it's not your typical podcast. No. It's not not your... In fact, if Ryan Reynolds had the... um, could just contact and get on this podcast, well, then maybe I might not eat. Maybe I'd take it more seriously. Can we we call it the Powled cast? Powled cast? Yeah. Instead of a podcast, that's, that's really far. Okay, that's too, that's too far. Trying. That's too far. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna stop eating while we talk about our next part. Okay. So, um, we've already kind of brought them up a little bit, but what we've both done is we've picked out different types of owls that we wanted to talk about. So we like looked into them and um gathered some of the info we both know and what we had questions about, and we don't have an expert Mm-mm. on for this one and that's okay because though science is incredibly important and we should trust the experts um you can always gather things from primary sources who should should i go on my primary sports yes sources rant you should the internet is full of information that is both true and false and everything in the middle what you should be using is primary sources or like the very first source that things come from. Usually that's studies or documents that have come out from universities and from companies and from experts. And if you're not using a source like that, then you probably shouldn't be using it. And so when you're researching about things like snowy owls, which is what we're going to get into, and this is what we did too, I promise you, 
make sure you're looking into primary sources or places that matter because especially with what's been going on in the news a lot lately, um, it's important to get your facts straight. Wait, right? are you saying, Chelsea, that you can't trust the internet to, to for everything to be true? What? Okay, boomer. <laughs> I'm not a boomer. I'm literally not a boomer, but okay. <laughs> Whatever. That was my little language arts teacher rant for the day. I get called a boomer a lot, and I'm definitely a millennial. But that's what ninth graders think I, I am. I think I'm Gen X. Am I Gen X? You're definitely Gen X. You like the beginning of it. 88, double great. Um, you're like the Gen, you are to Gen X as Ricky is to Gen Z. Like, you're the very start of it. Yeah. Okay, so snowy owls. Let's talk about them. Um, when you think of snowy owls, you, you obviously think of the white... Mm-hmm. owl mm-hmm. um the thing i always think about is in like every documentary ever i love watching like snowy owl moms protect their chicks or what are the baby owls called owlets owlets mm-hmm. um do you know what i'm talking about yeah they like fight off a falcon or something uh-huh. and it's just like they kind of they don't even fly into the air and fight in the air like other birds as much, but they're just kind of like protecting from the ground and they still fight with their feet and they're like super long talons. But like I don't know, I just think they're super powerful. And that that if you if you're gonna pause this um, and you want to look that up or you want to look in social media and the wildlife, I can sure we can post something. But that's what I think is really cool about snowy owls, just besides how pretty they are. When you think about how just the videos that you've seen of owls catching their prey, you know, mm-hmm. when they swoop down with their, their, their legs there. I mean, it is, it's so powerful and it's so, I don't know if I want to say majestic. It's just, it's just such a neat thing to watch. Weirdly. Yeah. And like these people who photograph them, like get to see that. Mm-hmm. Sure. They like probably sit there for hours and days and days, but um, I've never seen an owl and I've been obsessing over trying to see a snowy owl in nature mm-hmm. i actually have this app where people like post where they saw snowy owls and then i get a daily email about all the snowy owls in minnesota and then like i drive to that location like i literally do what i just said not to do earlier <laughs> and if you um, if you ever think that you are not a patient person think about how patient you are sitting there for however long it takes just waiting to see an owl or search, you know searching mm-hmm. for an owl that takes yes. patience. Um, going to the airport mm-hmm. and sitting like owls, snowy owls really like airports because they like kind of like a flat fielded kind of area. Mm-hmm. And obviously an airport's going to be that. So they can like sit on top of one of the buildings mm-hmm. and then fly down. So if you're looking at where a lot of snowy owl spottings are, like on God, they're like always at airports. Well, I'll be and darned. So, can you not? <laughs> that one was actually pretty good, though. Thank you. Thank you. No, I haven't seen one yet. Now, do you know the a sound that they make or no? Oh, they're weird. They're like ducks. Huh? I think they sound like ducks. They quack. What? Yeah. Or like, like they'll bark a little, too. But like, I don't like I don't know. That's not as cool of a sound, but it's kind of a quack noise. Now I'm going to have to look um, that up. Yeah, we need to look that up too. And um, I can't even imitate it, 
like, like oh, see, that's not, that sounded nasty. That sounded squishy. And not like that either. Like a mix between a quack and a bark. Um, if there's a way to put the sound in when, when this is getting edited, we can do that. I don't know about copyright issues, but if there is, let's do that, please. Uh, Devin and Ricky. You mean Heavenly um, Devonly and Ricky Tiki. Heavenly. <laughs> Ricky the kid. No, 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 no. It's Ricky the big kid. Remember? <laughs> yeah, because he, he told us just one day, no, Ricky the big kid. Okay. God, they're going to be so mad. They're never going to let us do this again. Oh, well. Too bad they don't have anything on us, you know. Yes, they do. Are you kidding me? No. So okay. where do where do snowy owls generally what what is their habitat? Like like snow, just I mean, snow. <laughs> um, <laughs> like prairies and snow. Oh. Um, they're yeah, they're not really in the woods. Often they like to perch on something high, and then all their food's low. They even nest low. Really? Yeah. Well, like think about all the shows you've ever watched with them. They tend to less nest kind of low. Um, one thing about them that I know is that because I watch them mm-hmm. all year, every year, mm-hmm. like they live up up in like Canada and higher, mm-hmm. usually, obviously, and then um, they come lower in the winter months because it's colder. Some of them are. St- I think I'm still getting a lot of Minnesota pins sent to me. There was one yesterday, actually. So there are still snowy owls here, Mm -hmm. but they're going to leave soon and go back up north because they like that colder climate. Hmm. Um, But yeah. Hence, people that love cold climates are called snow owls. Are they really? Or maybe I'm thinking snow bunny. No, it's snow owl. It's both. Either way. If you love cold climates... What is wrong with you? It's like that. <laughs> okay, I say differently in like December. Like it's kind of nice then because at least it's like Christmas, you know. Yeah. Like, but like this time of year, I am so done. But it is so <laughs> pretty up there. Once once you've lived in Minnesota, because what we were there for like five years. But once you live there, Christmas just doesn't feel the same anywhere else because there you've got the beautiful what like the the what are the trees called norwegian pines and evergreens and they're just so beautiful and covered in the snow and it just it feels like christmas just like halloween feels like halloween the oak trees yeah yeah and the orchards and the smells and the colors it's just beautiful i love it is i love minnesota move up here did i I do that well we're gonna start a petition Everyone who listens to the wildlife has to, we're going to start a petition and send it out. Should Chrissy move to Minnesota? Well, well you got to get Billy to, to move to Minnesota okay. too. So Billy, Richard is, um, Ricky and Devin's dad. And you need to also add his name to the petition, please. Because that'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be awesome. But I also know it's a big thing to move, and so I don't push it. No, but I want Ricky to. Ricky is moving up here. Yes, he is. So if you're going on hikes, he's going to go. Yeah, you can meet him. My baby's going to be gone. <laughs> Are you actually crying? No. I was going to say awkward. But I'll, I'll have you know, Ricky. did not actually cry. No, but I did the other day. Just just to, to put that out there, um, I have my moments. 
this because I'm I miss y'all and I'm gonna miss him and yeah. Anyway. Well, we're gonna go visit. Okay, yeah. Um the last thing we can really get out about snowy owls. And this is what I wanted to bring up. This is like in when I'm teaching, this is like my level three moment or my connection moment. Mm-hmm. Um now that we know about it, let's talk about Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Remember that movie? <laughs> I got worms. That is one of the best lines from there. Yes. But the best line is when he's like, pull over. And he's like, thanks, it's a cardigan. <laughs> or I'll have another shrimp on the bobby. <laughs> audience is like um what does this have to do with owls well remember in the movie when they're having like the charity and those are the last two snowy owls or whatever i just picture them in those suits and (laughs) um let's have another petition that Devin and ricky need to lead a hike in those suits please (laughs) who would be harry and who wait what was the other one Harry and Lloyd. Lloyd. It's the, who it, the blonde is Ricky. <laughs> Except Ricky acts more like Lloyd. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Okay, uh, but <laughs> the owl, the reason I bring it up no, I am is because crying. I'm wondering about these owls and like they're like supposed to be extinct, but what I looked up was at the time of that movie, mm-hmm. or like close to extinct, but at the time of that movie, they were actually doing just fine. Like they weren't even on the list. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. But do you think they're on the list now? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yes. They are? The answer is yes, because of Jets Madrumo climate change. And are you shocked? What about pesticides too? Oh yeah, that that's you just like a put pet in, like rat poison too. Like when you have that out, y'all realize that when you put poison out to try and kill things like rodents, you know that owls eat those, right? It's- and so, like in my naturalist groups online, like people will have stories about these owls that die getting poisoned and stuff. So, like, don't poison stuff. Are you kidding me? No, don't. It's it's so sad. I've seen. I don't know if you've seen the pictures of of the the dead owls and such that they find because of things like that and it's just it's it's horrible it's and then if if you put like there's farmers that put the nesting boxes up the owl boxes and they get rid of the they get rid of the pests with you know you don't need all those yeah i don't know it's sad it's a touchy subject it's sad i don't like it it is touching killing animals but the climate change part of it I don't care how political this sounds or what I'm supposed to do on here mm-hmm. because I don't think it, I don't think climate change should be political. Mm-hmm. I think that's like, like, come on y'all. Mm-hmm. It's like literally, okay. Anyways. Um, but what's happening is that they are having less and less, um, habitat that they can actually go to. And like the habitats that they do live in have less snow. So tell me what that means for a white, uh, bird. That likes to hang out kind of in the ground. It's really sad. If there's no <clears> snow, <throat> they all of a sudden can't camouflage. And that's mm. actually an issue that I found with a lot of animals in a discussion I was having with a science teacher at my the school I work at, where like camouflage is literally being ruined because habitats are literally changing. The plants, even the um the weather. And so yeah, snowy owls are 
I was I was actually going to ask if owls if their um color changes at all depending on the season, but I guess that that probably wouldn't be a thing with owls. <clears throat> but I, I don't know. I don't know. I imagine snowy owls are, are always white. Yeah, or like like little like babies are more black. Mm-hmm. Uh, like have like more rocky looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like the females and males also will have different like black spots on them, mm-hmm. but they tend to when they're all grown up be more white. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a snowy owl. I don't know. Is there anything else we can? It's Harry Potter. Oh yeah, everybody. Head Hedwig. 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 Mm-hmm. Hedwig. Oh, when I read the book when I was young, I said Hedwig, and now to this day I say it wrong. I know, but yeah, he's a snowy. So next time you're watching Harry Potter, think about all these facts when you see him deliver in the mail, huh? Yeah. Except straight facts. Except I'm still upset over, you know, how he seemed to get over the loss of Hedwig so easily. But that's that's another, that's another discussion. But that's for a different podcast about yes, literature. Yes. Which hell, hell yes. Yes. I don't know if I'm allowed to say hell. So now I've talked about my favorite owl. You talk about yours. Well, tell me about the your choice. Well, it's it's actually really difficult for me because I didn't really look up too much about them. Um, I have more than one favorite owl. You know me. I, I, it's really difficult for me to just center in on one. Like there's. Yeah, I, I love great horned owls. I think are probably still my all time favorite. Um, <clears throat> I do love barred owls. They're the ones that I see most often, and I still get <laughs> such a kick out of it. It's very good. I still get such a kick out of it when I see them and get to photograph them. And well, I'll sit down. There's one at um at the park. Well, I guess it was about a year ago. Um, a little note, one of the, the best time to look for owls um, is after a rain. Now, I don't know if it's all owls, because again, I'm not an expert, but I know that if their wings are wet, they can't fly, or it's very difficult for them to fly. So if you're out on a hike and you want to look for owls, sometimes after a period of prolonged rain is a good time to go look for them, because um, they're having to dry out That's before cool. they can go hunt. And I had gone for a hike because I was just cabin fever because, you know, Texas, rain, you know, you're mm-hmm. indoors. And um, for days at a time, you know, after all the rain that we get because of um, what you were talking about earlier. And I was just out walking and I saw this barred owl and it was pitiful. I mean, it was just it looked like a soaked rat. And I just remember I sat down on the ground and I must have taken a hundred photos of it, but I just sat there for the longest time. And it just, it was looking at me. I was looking at him. We had a moment. Um, Now I just, um, it still just fascinates me to this day. But anyway, going back to the great horned owls, um, they're beautiful. They're huge. Um, I don't know if people really um, know just how large they are. I was out taking pictures with my sister and she was looking for great horned owls and she would see these little birds and she'd say, is that one? And I'd say, no, you have no idea. <laughs> these They're huge. Mm, they're huge. They're huge. And the one that I photographed that first time, um, one of the issues that I was having is when I had my camera in my hands 
when I was looking through my zoom lens, I could see it, you know, and I'm taking pictures of it. But the moment I would let mm -hmm. my camera drop for a moment, it took me forever to find it again. I knew what tree it was in, but I could, they're so yeah. camouflaged. And they're the ones, yes. you know, when you think, when people typically think of owls, you know, they're probably the most famous of all the owls. Um, is this what the Winnie the Pooh owl? That's would be? the Winnie the Pooh owl. It's the one on all the commercials. You know how everybody's just on this owl kick lately, you know, the glasses one. one. I think there's a travel one. Um, a lot of them for colleges. I've seen the little insignias like with the great horned owl. Um, yeah. Down here, rice owls. Um, but yeah, it's the most famous of the owls. And then when you think of, um, you know, the beautiful yellow eyes, it's usually the great horned owl. And they're the ones that they're easier to spot in a tree, especially, you know, you, the, like around Halloween, it's generally the great horned owl that people use because of their silhouette, the little ear tufts mm -hmm. that, that stick up. Um, yeah. But they're probably most the most often owl that's portrayed in books, movies, commercials. And I've noticed whenever we're watching movies, um, pay attention when you're watching a movie and they're outside at night. You always hear owl calls. And it's it like always, <laughs> yes, it's always the great horned owl. Yeah. <laughs> and um, sometimes, because I, I think they use the same track for every single movie. I don't, and it doesn't matter because I've all, I, I want to look up what their um, their range is because I'm very curious as to on all of these movies when they're using that great horned owl sound, the setting of the movie, is that a place where a great horned owl would actually be? I don't want to pick oh. apart movies, but it's like, are they really thinking about when they're using that call, should they be using that call? But, um, that's a good point. And that's the one down here that everybody calls hoot owls, which ironically, it's the barred owl that is actually known as a hoot owl. That's another name for it. But at least down here, people call great horned owls hoot owls all the time. Cause when they hear that, see, I can't do it. You do it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is the great horned owl. <clears throat> and, um, yeah. that is also. Going back to my other one, my other favorite owl, which is the barred owl, the, I don't know if it's the only predator, but the, the, their biggest predator is the great horned owl. Because so the great horned owl eats the barred owl? Great horned owls eat barred owls and hawks and I guess any other birds that's smaller <laughs> than them. So, so the barred owls are saying, who cooks for you? And the great horned owl's like, you, and then they just eat them really quick. No, no, <laughs> no, they are one of the most common owls in North America. Which one? The great horned owl. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know if you remember when we went camping at Brazos Bend. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. And we heard barred owls and great horned owls that night. They were yeah, so see. loud. Um, see. They're very, very powerful. They can catch prey from, um, like we were talking about other raptors, um, yeah. mice, snakes. Um, I actually saw a great horned owl eating a snake at one point. That's actually, you, did you get a picture of that? No. 
No. I was, was this one of those, those one of times the, you don't have your camera? No. Um, I actually did have my camera, but the card was not in my camera. So I thought I got oh photos, but I did not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mad. Yeah. I didn't know until I got home. It was really, really sad. Um, what in tarnation? What in tarnation is that all about? <laughs> I do remember that. It was horrible. But, um, and you'll see rescuers. I don't, uh, I don't know if you've seen like the videos of the rescuers where they have those really big, thick gloves mm -hmm. and they're holding the birds on their arms. Um, mm -hmm. I remember watching a video where this one rescuer said that she, the first time she handled a great horned owl, she didn't wear a glove because she, it was injured. So she opened the cage and she reached in, she was just going to move it from one cage to the other and it mm -hmm. clamped down on her arm. And I don't remember what the, the uh, force is, but it's, they're very, very strong. And she couldn't move. She was actually trapped there. She was at work and she was stuck there with this owl with its talons in her arm for hours until someone else came along for another shift to try to help her to get the owl off of her arm. I don't Once like they, that. they dig in, they don't want to let go. But Something that's interesting when you're out on a hike and you're looking for an owl, whether it's a great horned owl or a barred owl, because those are the ones that I see most often, um, listen for the birds. Because if you hear, you know, that screech of a blue jay that just, you know, it's a blue yeah, jay when they're screeching. One, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's most commonly blue jays that I hear doing it or crows when you hear them, when they, if it's kind of quiet and all of a sudden you hear blue jays really loudly and they're just kind of going nuts or you hear crows um, just suddenly, you know, calling really loudly. Look, because oftentimes it'll be because there's an owl and they feel threatened that the owl is going to take their babies or their eggs. Um, mm -hmm. And one time we were actually, we were out bike riding. And I always have my camera with me, you know, whether I'm riding a bike or I'm walking or whatever. And we heard that with the Blue Jays and we look up and there was a great horned owl and it was sitting on top of a pole, like an um, electric, electrical pole. And it was so sad because it was just sitting there while all these birds were just flying around it and pecking at its head. And it was taking it. It was just, okay, you know, he was just letting the birds beat him up. <laughs> but I guess he had been around their nest and they weren't satisfied with him being on the pole. They were just trying to get him to go away. And so mm -hmm. they were all mobbing him. But um, yeah, if you're out and you're looking, just listen for other birds because oftentimes that's how you can find them. You know, that's funny because when I do like an owl call in the middle of the woods when I don't see an owl, mm -hmm. birds will always start freaking out. Yeah, because they think that you're a threat. That makes sense. Yep. And climate change, by the way, is also threatening the great horned owl. So it's not just snowy owl or the, the, because of the snow, but as warming increases, I read it's the same climate change threats that are putting them at risk as well. I am so. telling you, if you are listening to this and you are denying this, wake up. For the owls. Yep. Okay. 
You also have here that like they're the silent flight thing. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask about that because I've heard that. And I don't, I, because again, I'm not the expert. I don't know if that is all owls or if it's just great horned owls, but, um, something about their feather structure. Um, I don't know if they really are silent though. When you saw the one owl, did it happen to fly above your head? Yes. And I, you can't hear it. Yeah. Like literally you cannot hear it. It's, it's the neatest thing. We were out hiking one night and um because I don't know we're weird we just like to to go out at nighttime and see what we can see and we were walking down this trail and the shadow just went right in front of us it was actually kind of kind of scary just big bird just flew right in front of us but we didn't hear a thing it had Mm -hmm. to have been a great horned owl I couldn't tell exactly what it was but I'm assuming that's what it was because we didn't hear it at all and um so what it what it is, is it's, they have specialized feathers. And so when air rushes over their wings, it creates a gushing noise. And with owls, it doesn't do that. So they literally had to evolve to be like that, though. Yeah. Like, that doesn't even... Yeah. Like, that's a cool... I, I'm going to say it wrong, but, like... A cool way that they evolved. Devin always gets mad when people say things about evolution wrong, but I'm not trying to say they did it because of it. I'm saying it just happened by accident. Uh-huh. So calm down, Devin. As you're editing this, we get it. Okay. So let's talk about so we've kind of talked about a couple owls who, who like honestly who <laughs> I know. I was like, I feel like they like a lot of things about these owls are very similar to other owls. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we, we've gotten the gist of it. Mm -hmm. I think now we can move into like our superstitions and myths Mm -hmm. part of this Mm -hmm. because we're moving on. And this is more you because I don't know any of this stuff. So you would just talk and I will ask questions. Well, I don't know a lot of the myths and the superstitions. Mine are mainly familial. Um, my grandmother had a lot of superstitions that involved them. And, um, she was, my grandmother was part Choctaw and things had been passed on to her. And, you know, back then a lot of people had a lot of superstitions anyway. And she Mm -hmm. grew up in Boone Prairie, Texas. And her thing about owls was she believed in as, you know, it's a, I know it's a Native American thing anyway, but it's uh, all over the world. People have superstitions about them. But my grandmother believed that if an owl called outside your window, that someone was going to die. And because that actually happened to her when she was a little girl, um, Mm -hmm. an owl, she said it was a great horned owl that was outside her window one night and made that sound. And her father passed away the next day. So you talk about, just solidifying your belief, you know, she believed Mm -hmm. it. And that's going back to when my mom, when I was so excited, when I saw that great horned owl and I called and told her about it, that's why she was the same way. Where did you see it? You know, what she was just, you could tell she was just very nervous thinking that something bad was going to happen because of what, that's a whole other subject of thing, you know, what you believe in your superstitions because things that have been passed down and stories that you've been told. But, um, 
the thing about owls is there are different countries where they will kill them. If they see an owl, they will kill it because they're harbingers of death. You know, people really believe that they're going to bring bad luck um, or, or someone's going to die. There are cultures that believe that if they hear it, that they are going to be the ones to die. Um, that that it, there are cultures that believe that if they hear an owl hoot, that is the last sound they're ever going to hear. Um, and I know that there's very few cultures that they're considered good luck. Um, you know, you don't know. Devin and I have often, and I don't know if it's because Devin likes to pick on me because I'm his mom, but you know, if he does it just to get me riled up, but he talks about how owls are some of the dumbest of the birds, but you know, but they're known as wise, you know, you hear the term wise owl, wise old owl. Um, that's why they're used for, um, when we were talking about, uh, colleges, you know, or, right. You know, when they're wearing their little cap and gown. And I remember I had a calculator, (laughs) a calculator, when I was a kid and it was an owl, um, look that up. They were, we all had that calculator. Um, that's the thing though. Yeah, but they're, they're known as, wise, as the wise right? owl and, um, the Greek goddess of wisdom, Athena was often depicted as an owl. Um, mm-hmm. if I you wonder watch, why. uh, there's a movie from the eighties, Jason and the Argonauts. And there's an, um, an owl can't remember its name, but it's his little, I don't know if a companion or whatever, but they're, they're often Talon. Huh? Was it Talon? Oh my God. Anyway, they're, (laughs) they're known to be wise. So I, Devin will tell you differently. Um, Well, no, it's because they're easy to like, they're super easy to, to kill. Yeah. But they're, they're just depending on what culture you're in. Some people consider them lucky. Um, I consider myself very lucky if I see one. I don't believe that it's it's a bad thing or something no. bad's going to happen. <clears throat> but um, no, and like like I really do my best to respect, understand, listen to, and be empathetic towards other cultures. Uh-huh. It's hard though because when I hear that there are people who literally kill an animal because of a superstition, like that really. But see, that's another thing that conservationists have going against them because you know how like really we're we're gonna allow that like i hope that's that can't be allowed especially with the endangered ones but i'm like are you kidding me like they obviously don't do that well there are there are cultures that actually believe that if you eat the eyes of owls Mm -hmm. or you make a concoction out of the eggs of owls it will improve their eyesight because what have we always been told about owls something about eyes right that they have excellent vision out of you know there are oh so if we eat it then, it then makes you us will have excellent vision mm. just like we were always told if we eat carrots we'll have excellent vision and i heard that's a myth as well i don't i don't know about that but yeah just different superstitions but i don't believe them so it stopped so it stopped like with me though. it is very interesting and um i don't remember who said it? I used to wear this owl necklace all the time and somebody got very upset. <clears throat> I used to get mainly compliments on it, but 
you know, I, I worked retail before and I had a customer that got very upset that I had that necklace on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That was a long time ago. But yeah. They do have creepy anatomy though. Like the one thing I was just talking to my coworker and he's the super, he's like the Ron Swanson of my work. Like, oh no, lives on the Mississippi river. Like anyways, he was telling me about how, like we were talking about owls and how their legs are super long Mm -hmm. and like they are, you've seen them. Mm -hmm. I know you have. It's creepy. Mm -hmm. They're like, how do I explain it? Like, like they walk around, like if a humans like bend your legs and still walked around on your feet. They look like aliens. It's or they're, they're yeah. what you're talking about. They're okay. So without the feathers, even their face, you know, back in the days of the plague, you, you look back in those, the old paintings and yeah. Where oh gosh, are those in the there? masks that the surgeons would wear? Mm-hmm. That's what that looks like. That's what that reminds oh, me of. My. Gosh, those pointed like, beak <laughs> mask it's creepy <laughs> it is very creepy but think about again going back to that the barn owl the owlets that were up in that that's what nope. they look like they look like i don't know they're makes me uncomfortable like i love me you too owls. i really do all the owls listening to this because apparently but we don't want to see you naked like, owls Evan would say you're dumb like put your feathers on yeah we don't we don't need to see you naked <laughs> i'm not owl about that <laughs> sorry i'm now officially that's depressed all right did you say you're off officially depressed yeah he's gonna probably take that out because i'm not supposed to do that <laughs> um <laughs> so um this is kind of a cool fact about owls they are kind of naughty yes they like they are they'll take over a nest just rude. Of, like eagles and stuff like they live in barns and trees and whatever cool like we knew that mm-hmm. but like they're also the kind of bird that like take over other people's people's huh <laughs> take over like other birds nests and stuff and i always think that that's super cool because that's opportunistic and that goes against what Devin says i think that makes them smarter it does because and you they're know what calories owls care about their environment because instead of going <laughs> and building more <laughs> more nests they're just going to use what's available yeah, right doing more than we that's are. right yeah. they're doing more than we are they're using what is there rather than going out and tearing up other whatever it is they use to build the nest and okay that might be going too far but yeah they use other other birds nests they live in the cavities of trees um you just never know where to look you know i do have to tell you and this is not about owls but Ricky and I were out hiking recently. And again, whenever we see a hole in a tree, you know, we're always looking to see because I, everybody else gets the pictures of the owls in the tree. It's just, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about where they're peeking out the little holes and they're so cute. I never can get them like that. I've never seen that myself. So I'm always looking. If I see a hole in a tree, I'm going to look. And anyway, we're walking and we saw this tree and we heard something and we're looking and we didn't see anything. And there was a hole, but it was way up high on the tree. And um, again, I heard something. And so I just barely tapped on the tree, like with my hand, I wasn't hitting it with a stick or anything. And I barely tapped on it. 
And about mm-hmm. two seconds later, this squirrel just comes launching out of the tree. No. And then another one. And then another one. And then another one. And I felt so bad because just barely touching that tree, yeah, I, yeah, I terrified those squirrels. And he said, don't worry, mom, they'll be back. He just scared them. But yeah, it was really strange because they had to have been pretty far down in that tree where we were hearing it. But it, lots of animals use trees, you know, and so mm-hmm. squirrels, owls, raccoons. Right. Um, oh, I remember the little raccoon that used to like half sit in the hole in a tree and like it would just hang there at, at Devon's work. Yeah, they're like, so cute. Raccoons are so cute. They should do an episode on raccoons. They should. Jack loves. Does he still love raccoons? Yeah. yeah. How could you not? Yeah. They should. Yeah. If you hear that, guys, do an episode on raccoons and otters. You really ought to do that. They really need to. They really ought to. But yeah. Then. So where does this all lead to? We've already brought it up a little bit and we're going to bring it up again. Like every nature, anything ever. Conservation. We're in the middle of a, not in the middle of, we're at the beginning of a mass extinction. I think this is common knowledge by now. Don't you? Yes, I do. I'm sorry. I was. I was reading ahead. We are in the middle of a mass extinction. Not in the middle. I keep saying that. We're at the start of a mass extinction. And owls are one of the animals that could definitely uh, be in trouble, at least certain species. And so how can you help uh, do the right thing, actually care a little bit about climate change, make your own choices, but also hold people accountable above you, like corporations and the government? That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get more political than that. But I'm just saying this is something that we should all be taking really seriously. Um, if for anything, the animals like the owls, I'm going to have Devin actually post a link that shows. Um, it's like an interactive image from Audubon where like it, it shows how the habitat has been lost and what, what happens with the snowy owl. Yeah. I'll make him post that online. You know, one thing that we didn't talk about in Minnesota, I don't know if it's just Minnesota, where the great, the great gray owls, I was going to mention that when we were talking about favorite owls, mm-hmm. was the great gray owl. I've never seen one, but I hear that they're very common up there. So you need to look for a great gray owl for me. So you can I photograph know where to that. find them. You do? I just like, we know it's so cold every time we think about going to that place. But there is a place that a lot of people <gasps> photograph them. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, we've talked about it before. But every time we're about to go, it's too cold and we have children. So it's like not playing that game. They're beautiful. And I think they're actually larger than the great horned owl. I think they're beautiful. Some people think they're creepy, but I think I don't. I think they're pretty. No, they're like, they are one sexy owl. And do you have the, um, is the, the, the boreal owl live in Minnesota? Yeah, I don't. I think we do. They're li- the little ones. Never... Yeah. We, yeah, we do. I just, I've never seen one. Cause like, I'm not, I don't spot owls very easily. That's a neat call. If you look up that call, that one's neat. And the, the Northern Sawwet, I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. I know that one. I've heard those. You have? Actually, I think one of the, so my mom's lot has one of those. Really? Do you, do yeah. you remember when we were at your mom's lot and we had and just gotten out of the car? 
and I walked mm-hmm. over and I found that owl pellet. Yeah, I finally yeah. they finally Billy finally threw it away because apparently it's I mean, weird yeah. to have. But it, it, I mean, that's weird. No, no, you can buy them actually. Kids, you know, educational programs, they they actually dissect them and that way you can see what owls have eaten. I know. I wonder if Devin's going to do that. Anyways. <laughs> it's probably from, that one though is probably from the barred owl because there's a barred owl that goes off at like 3 a.m. Really? 2 to 3 a.m. like every single night there. Yeah. Like every single night you will hear it. You know, the other thing that when we were talking about barred owls the other thing that um makes them stand apart from other owls what have you noticed about them compared to all the other owls that you see with their really pretty eyes mm-hmm. they have they're black their eyes are black i don't they see that with black. any other owls i've never noticed that with other ones but Strange. you're right they are black because i've seen the pictures you take and i wonder if that's has any i wonder if that has anything to do with that's the one that I most commonly see in a day. Yeah. Because the light, you know, with the the eyes, the owls with the yellow eyes, you would think that their eyes would be a lot more light sensitive. And yeah. I wonder if the barred owls are active at day and night, if that's why their eyes are black. I don't know, but it's interesting and it's something I'd like to find out. I'm just thinking about it. I mean, it, it makes some sense. It's a good hypothesis. It is a good hypothesis. Thank you very much. That's, you're very welcome. <laughs> Are you going to do an owl call? A barred owl call? I think you should. I'll do mine and then you can do yours because yours is better. Oh, my God. That's a good job. Should I do okay. it too? Okay. I don't know if I can do it. No? Well, I'm indoors. So good is that end part. It's because I'm indoors. That down is that like that that like spongy sound at the end. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to try that again. You know what else? You you did it. I just tell you know what else I found out about Bardell's today? Because Mm -hmm. I was I actually was reading something about them because I was out looking for them again. Um, mm-hmm. They're non-migratory. They don't migrate. They don't move? No. As a matter of fact... Um, so, they're, so they're still sitting in the woods here? Well, the thing about it is uh, some of the owls that have been studied, where they're trying to see where they migrate to, they're usually found mm-hmm. within a six-mile range of where they were found the last time. You shut your mouth. No. And really? and the other thing I found out about barred owls is they used to be mainly in the eastern United States. Then mm-hmm. they kind of took over the mid-region. And now they're all the way over to the West Coast. But the West Coast considers them to be an invasive species. Very interesting. What? Yes. I did find that out as well. And then I was going to tell you one of the going back to stories about Devin and Ricky. Um, one of the things I like to do with them, and I get so tired of actually having to pay out money 
but mm-hmm. we'll go out hiking and I'll say first person to find me and I'll gets $20. Ricky, mm-hmm. every single time, because it's kind of like That's a contest so to see who's going to find it first, yeah. but he always does. Yeah. But one time we were out in the woods and we heard the sound and we're like, is that, is that a barred owl? No, I've never heard one that sounded like, wait, yeah, that is a barred owl. It sounded like monkeys. And they were, it was two okay. of them. There were two of them. They were ma- Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do that again. It's okay. Kevin does it all the time. He can do the mating, the bard owl. Wouldn't that be funny if he yes. did that out in the woods and the bard owl just came? That's what I'm saying. He just does it. But that's what they sound like. They sound like monkeys. But And they like screech back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. So if you ever hear that, if you think you, if you're in Minnesota and you're walking along a trail and you hear monkeys, chances are it's not monkeys, it's barred owls. I don't know why there'd be monkeys. Woodpecker. What? Woodpeckers sound like monkeys too. So like, see, I think woodpeckers sound like more like blue jays. Like, ah, 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 like, ah, ah, ah. If I that's heard that out in the woods, I would run for my life. I'm just telling you. But then the no, that's more. <laughs> that was a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a monkey. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Woo, 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 woo. The first one that's too high pitched. Yeah. Well, the reason yours is good is that spongy sound at the end. Ooh. That's how I'm gonna describe it. Ooh. Ooh. Who cooks for you? Who cooks for you all? <laughs> Does speaking <laughs> of animal sounds, <laughs> Devin, insert your animal sound of the week. Doom, 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 doom thing here. Now, it is time for Animal Sound of the Week. All right, for the Animal Sound of the Week this week, you get to guess, and you can submit it on the wildlife.blog or on social media, as usual, and you can get a prize. What do they say? Not a big prize, but a Maybe prize. Maybe not a great prize, but a prize. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, I see them right now. They're just, they're there, and they're kind of cool. So, you want to go first? Yeah, but I want to interject right there. How come I've never gotten a prize? I have guessed the Animal Sound of the Week a few times, and I just, you know, it's not fair. But anyway, Um, no. Um, I'll go first. Okay. Are you ready? Ow! Okay, but I mean, like... (laughs) Is if it isn't already obvious. It'd be funny if Louisa started howling. They are upstairs. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like I hear things happening upstairs right now. The dogs are both howling now. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, that being said. Um, so thank you for listening today to us rant about owls for a little bit. Um, and I mean, do you have anything else you want to add in before we wrap this up? Bless y'all's hearts. 
No, thank you. I appreciate um, y'all allowing me to do this. And I really did enjoy this. And I, there's nobody I'd rather do this with. So thank you, Chelsea. Yeet. And thank you. This was fun. It was fun. Um, and thank you to the patrons of the wildlife. For without y'all, this would not be possible. And things would not be able to keep evolving in the way that they do. Um, keep an eye out for the things that are coming because there's some really cool news. And I'm not allowed to say any of it, but there's some cool stuff happening. So stay with. And um, next week, this podcast will sound a bit more male, but we do also want to thank you for celebrating Women's History Month with us. Yep. And I will be seeing you. I mean, yes. <laughs> I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you.